This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Good morning, AYS. What is happening this Friday morning, this good Friday morning? Yes, we are live. This is a Friday morning show. This is the first Friday morning show. You know how mornings are. We are a little bit more relaxed. Come here, buddy. We are a little bit more relaxed on a Friday morning. Now, listen, we got to talk some sports, Benjamin. Hey, is Palmineri on the hot seat? Yes or no? Yes, I agree with that statement. Do you think that he needs to go? <laughs> Do you think Paul Maneri needs to go, man? All right, I love you. Well, there you have it. There you have it. Benjamin Rafino says, hey, what about Paul Maneri? He goes, no, 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 no. You gotta love it. We're teaching him right in the Rafino household this morning. We're teaching him right. What you gonna do, man? What you gonna do? All right, well, before we get started, guys, we greatly appreciate our partners over at Believe Podcast with our good friends over at Sunday Scaries and eBay. Yeah, we're continuously growing the podcast, continuously growing the team over at AYS. We want to uh, appreciate them and thank them for everything that they do. Uh, Sunday Scaries has the CBD oils, the unicorn jerky. Guys, they they really make you just relax and chill out. It's a really good experience. I, I mean, look, a lot of people said that they're skeptical a lot of times about the CBD oil. I will tell you, I am not. It's a good product to have. So go over to sundayscaries.com. That's sundayscaries.com. And tell them Blake Rafino sent you by. Give them in the comments. Their product's fantastic. And our good friends over at eBay. I would tell you about our, our friends over at Bet Online, uh, but we can't bet in the state of Louisiana. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, we can, but you would just have to do it illegally. We can't go to Bet Online. So we'll see. All right. And we will get to all your comments. We are going to Twitch. 
our Twitch channel because Periscope and Twitter's out. So we really need everybody to help us out too and going over to uh, YouTube and subscribing. Blake, can we send you stars? Yes, if you see the little star button down there on the bottom, if you want to help grow the podcast, you can by hitting the stars button. But before we get started, guys, we got to we gotta pay some bills around this thing. We got to talk about our good friends over at GM Varno and Son. GM Varno and Sons has faithfully been serving your Denim Springs and Baton Rouge area for over 62 years. With their highly trained technicians, there's absolutely nothing that they can't do. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motorhome chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. Give them a call today at 225-664-9992. That's 225-664-9992. Or go over to 2500 Florida Boulevard and tell them Blake Rafino at AYS sent you on by. All right, we got a lot of comments firing in. A lot of comments. David says, good morning. Brian Viator says, good morning, Blake. Good morning, Brian. Peggy Red says uh, to Ryan, could you imagine if Landon was at Vandy, he would be shining. Landon who? Oh, you're talking about Landon Marceau? Maybe so. Brandy Blake says, well, good morning. Good morning, ma'am. And Chris Barnhill, I, I got to give Chris a lot of credit here. He was last night telling everybody, you know, look, Blake, it's time for Paul Miles to go. I guess we'll start there. As, as everybody does us a favor by liking and sharing, sharing to some Facebook groups, y'all help us out with that. Share it to some groups. Um, look, I've been very patient with Paul. I've been very patient with um, people when people call him to be fired. I've been very, very, very patient. But at the end of the day, I think it's time that we start putting a little heat on Paul. Now, look, to my own detriment a little bit, I have been very nice to Paul. I haven't said what I kind of really want to say, even during the live games when we're doing the podcast. John Ditch just sent us 145 uh, stars. Thanks, John. My man. We appreciate that. Um, but we always, or I always come on here, and I don't want to say defend um, Paul Maneri, but I said give him time. Like, this is a young team. But I got, I got to start off here because last night I stayed up late. And I started doing some real digging and some stats. So, And you guys know that I'm not a stats guy. But I think that for some people, they are. And they want to hear this, right? Like, they want to hear what's going on behind the scenes. Four guys are in the lineup for LSU. Four that are in there because of just straight defense. Number one, K Beloso. Number two, Alex Malazzo, who quite honestly, after last night, if you want to talk about his defense and, well, we need his defense... So what, he doesn't do great offensively or really does nothing? Well, he gave up six runners advanced by either pass balls or steals. He's hitting 170. Collier Cranford is hitting 136, along with Will Safford. And of all that, you have Beloso hitting 212, Malazzo 170, and Cranford and Safford hitting 136. They have a combined batting average of 165, guys. A combined batting average of 165. So you have nine guys in the lineup. Four of them are hitting 165. They have two home runs and 20 RBIs. Two of those home runs came from K. Beloso, and 16 of those RBIs came from K. Beloso. So stop telling me that, well, we're playing defense. That shit's over with. That lineup's over with. Stop telling me that Will Safford needs to be in the lineup when he's hitting 136. Stop telling me that Cranford needs to be in the lineup hitting 136. Stop that, man. The, the, the days of this old defense, defense wins championships, guys, and baseball, basketball, and football, those days are over with. 
This isn't 1992. We don't have afros and, and what do you want to call this? Corduroy's pants on. You don't win baseball games by playing straight defense. That's not how this shit works anymore. It gets me so I have been really channeling that in for a long time. We don't win baseball games like that. And to this crew who, you know, I've taken so much backlash from this the, the crew that says hashtag never bunt. Well, the number one team in the country came in here and bunted all over. Yes, hey, get a player on, get a runner on. Let's bunt him over, put pressure on this defense, and advance him. And then our nine-hole hitter, who, by the way, is hitting 330. Guys, Vanny's eight nine-hole hitters are hitting over 315. Over 315. Well, then now you've got four guys, four guys in this lineup, and a combined, uh, uh, combined, if you combine all of their batting averages, is over 500. And one and two guys is hitting over 600 in the bottom of the lineup for Vandy. Stop telling me small ball doesn't work, y'all. This isn't small ball when you bunt a guy over. This has been baseball for generations. Hashtag never bunt is getting your ass beat. God, it's ridiculous. And this and, and look, if you realistically believe that this team in the SEC might not might not or could be over 500 at the end of the year. Guys, they're looking they're straight they're staring 10 and 20 straight in the face. I don't know how they win 20 games in the SEC. I don't know how. Because Kentucky is good. Arkansas is the number 2 team in the country now. Ole Miss is going to put it on that ass. You don't get a break. Stop playing defense. I don't care I don't give two Rudy Poos. Let's look at Zach Arnold very quickly. Zach Arnold, for example, yes, I know he's got a little bit of the yips, but in, let's see, 76 at bats, he's hitting 289. So basically, he has a better batting average than Will Safford and, and Collier Cranford combined. Combined. Right? Or almost, almost right there. He has more of production. Let's look at uh, Hayden Chervinsky. Let me see. Let me find Chervinsky. Travinsky has 28 at-bats. You know what the funny thing is, is everybody talks so much shit about Hayden Travinsky. At 28 at-bats, he has seven runs, eight hits, one double, three home runs, eight RBIs, 18 total bases. Oh, and by the way, he's hitting 286. He's hitting 286. Oh, well, you know what? He, he's doing so bad against, so bad against SEC pitching. Guys, he hasn't, this is his first series, y'all. I mean, last series was his, his first series in the SEC. So if you're not going to come down on Cranford, if you're not going to come down on Safford, if you're not going to come down on Malazzo, and you're not going to definitely come down on Beloso, I don't want to hear your BS. I'm tired of it. This whole Will Safford needs to be in the lineup because he's the best thing that best defensive guy out there. He's really talented. Yeah, the kid's extremely talented. He's also a freshman hitting 136. Brody Drost is a better kid in the lineup right now. Defense is not going to win you this series. All right, let's get to a couple comments because I can continue to rip the dog dog manure out of Paul. Guys, the hot it, the, the seat has never been hotter. The seat has never been hotter. It's a must win today. And oh, by the way, Jack Leiter's pitching. You're not. You're more than likely not going to win that game. 
Guys, tonight in primetime at 8 o'clock, Tim Corbin's basically... Last night was Tim Corbin. If, if you didn't realize, last night was Tim Corbin telling the world, because LSU has been on top, regardless of what people believe, LSU has been the pinnacle of baseball, of college baseball, for the last 20 years. You're not there anymore. You're on the bottom of the hill. Tim Corbin squeezing and, and bunning and getting guys over, stealing bases, is basically him telling and putting everybody on notice, there's a new sheriff in town. Daddy's home. Daddy is home. Knock, 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 daddy's home. And you got a guy wanting to play defense. Jamie Hodge says, ask Blake, how in the world do you have that lineup against Vandy? He's he's tinkering. The tinkering is his downfall. Talking about Paul Maneri. Yeah, it's his downfall. I don't care that you lead the nation in home runs. I, I don't look, guys, it's a great, it's a great stat. It's a fantastic stat to have. But I, I said this a couple weeks ago. Oh, we don't have when people were saying, oh, we don't have power. Well, no, you got power, but the power's not in the lineup right now. The power's legitimately not in the lineup. The, the, the power is sitting in its ass on the bench. Brady Joyce and Hayden Travinsky, while you got and, – and look, the, these play hey, – let me say this. Collier Cranford's a damn good defensive player. He's not ready for SEC pitching. I don't know what you want to say with Cade Beloso. I, I mean, I, I, I feel like at what point do you start mixing it up? Look, if you want to – I don't care even if you have two guys in the, in the lineup for defensive purposes. If you want to keep uh, Cranford there, that's fine. Uh, if you want to keep Malazzo there, that's fine. Um, I don't personally like that, but you better take two of those guys out. You can't convince me that Brady Drost does not give you a better ability at the plate than Will Safford. You can't convince me of that. The, Will Safford is going to be extremely talented. I, I fully believe that. He's a talented kid. He's just not ready, y'all. He's not ready. He wasn't ready, as Kevin Hart would say. Paul Brown says, lead the nation in home runs but can't hit fundamentally uh, one through nine. Well, yeah, it's basically what we just said. And you know what the, you know what the crazy thing about all this is? You know what the crazy thing about all of this is? Is why do you have a defensive lineup when you can't play defense? Last night, uh, Vandy had a bunt on. What you want, up or down? Okay. Um, Vandy had to put a bun on. Um, Thompson, I know. See, Ben says no, no, no to Palmineri. I don't know what to tell you guys. I'm not. I'm not going to disagree with my son. Not going to do it. Um, but last night there was a bun. You might remember this. Uh, Cranford, hey buddy. Cranford wrote, um, runs to first base on the bunt. I have Thompson runs to third while Doty is coming in trying to fill the bunt. Nobody's on second. Alex Malazzo picks up the bunt, is about to rifle it down the second, and no one's there. So stop telling me that this defense is stellar, that this defense knows what they're doing. Guys, you don't even know. That's shit that you learn in junior high. Look, I have been around, yeah, and you guys know this. I grew up in Franklinton. I've been around Coach Jeff Tajan. That is day one install. How do kids in college not, at LSU not know to cover second base? That is the world's stupidest defense and argument. These guys are better defensively. Guys, they're not playing good defense. Their defense is actually trash water. A duke of water. It's been Rudy Poo. 
Malazzo giving up six ba uh, uh, total bases last night on miss on miss catches. I know that there was one that was a wild pitch and or steals. Guys, it's not working defensively. Give yourself the best chance to win. Uh, Steven Miller says, when you're down nine to nothing, why do you keep your defensive guys in the lineup? <laughs> why do you have your defensive guys out there anyway? They're not playing good defense. But I agree. I, I don't get it. And you know what's even crazier, too, is, you know, I had an argument with somebody last night. I forget who it was. But they were like, oh, my God, that should have been an error on Dylan Cruz when he dove for the ball. The ball hit the heel of his glove. He's diving for the goddamn ball. If we're so worried, guys, we were so worried, and I saw Twitter all night last night, so worried when LSU went down one nothing. That tells you everything that you need to know. I like Palmineri as a human being, but right now this shit's just not working. The truth is, is that you know, you're no longer the king. You know, there was a what's the movie that's coming out right now? Uh, Kong versus Good Godzilla. Uh, you're not Kong anymore. LSU's not King Kong anymore. We're not beating our chest on the top of the mountain saying, let's go. This isn't Gorilla Ball anymore. You're not Gorilla. You're Vanilla. <laughs> I hope y'all like that rhyme. You're not Gorilla, you're Vanilla. I mean, I could spit, man. Y'all give me a beat. I could start rapping this thing. Uh, Chris Barnhill says, this team is lifeless. We lead the league in strikeouts, uh, striking out the most. You can't produce if you can't put the ball in play. Yeah, that can happen. Great hitters find ways to, to get on base. Ryan Thibodeau says uh, 200 to 250 batting average is Rudy Pook. They're hitting 230. Let me look at this. The entire team is hitting 233. Let me see. No, they're hitting 271. 271. In 26 games, they're hitting 271. And, again, they're starting one, two... Three, three. We're starting four guys. We started four guys last night that are hitting two fifteen or below. Your half your lineups not hitting their weight. Ridiculous, ridiculous. You started a kid in Will Safford last night and put him in the two hole when he was one for nine. On the season, he was one for nine, and you're going to throw him in there like it's going to make a difference. Doesn't make a difference. Stephen Miller says, name me another high school who majorly overhauls a lineup like this coach has done in the SEC. None. Not until you're getting your ass beat. I mean, look, if you're getting your ass beat, fine. I mean, if they weren't that good and they were young and you want to try some try some things out, fine. But, you know, you got a guy like Mo Hampton in the transfer portal. You mean it, guys, you mean to tell me that Mo Hampton is worse than Will Safford. Get out of here with that. I mean, with all due respect to Mo Hampton and Paul Maneri, you're going to sit here and try to convince me. That kid that was playing football some, what, five months ago, six months ago. No, it wasn't. No, we're in April. So four months ago that that kid is not better than Will Safford? <laughs> I mean, come on. What is the kid showing you that he's not? he's worse than Will Safford? Then if he is, you missed him recruiting. And Ed Orgeron gave you a, a, a scholarship so you could bring that kid here. He did you a favor and you screwed him. Ed Orgeron could have used that scholarship somewhere else. But he did that for Paul Maneri, y'all. That's, that's what people don't want to hear. 
Yeah, he was a good football player. Ed Orgeron didn't want to use that scholarship. He needed it on an offensive tackle. He did somebody a favor. And it bit him in the ass. He did it um, just ridiculous. Ryan Thibodeau says small ball wins games. It can certainly win games when you can't hit. It can certainly win games when you can't hit. Guys, you can't hit right now. You're not the... We lead the nation in home runs. No, you actually don't. Arkansas does now. You're not... I mean, look, I don't give... You know, the funny thing is... Here's what the funny thing is to all this about me, about guy Like, people with this take. I have heard people say, Oh, well, Hayden Travinsky is a... He's stellar against South Alabama. He sucks against SEC pitching. You don't know, too, Rudy Poos, what he is against SEC pitching because, quite honestly, you've only seen him do it eight freaking times. But then you want to run out there and say, Will Safford's ready to go. Will Safford's really good. Man, get out of here with that. It's time for an overhaul. Because I, I was sitting here listening this morning. No one's calling for Paul's head. This is unacceptable. Uh, Stephen Miller says, Pressure breaks pipes. When you let off the gas, you give the other team life. Vanny never lets up. No, they never let up. Never. Uh, David says, Beloso needs to play in the field once or twice this week to keep him engaged. Gamers struggle just being a DH. You know, I would experiment with that too. I like that, David. Uh, Brian says, Good morning. Good morning, Brian. Uh, Brian Abatey. Uh, Charles Reese says, Blake's, I don't know if they win a series. They might not They might not win a series. They might be too. LSU baseball and the SEC might be 10 and 20 if we're lucky. Brian says, I, I pissed your buddy off last night on Twitter talking about your defensive catcher or about your defensive catcher, Alex Malazzo. Kid is an automatic out at the plate. Look, if you want to keep him in there, I'm okay with it. To some extent, uh, Brian Ashcraft said this on uh, Facebook Live. I'm okay if you want to keep that guy. Look, I am certainly okay if you want to keep that one guy, that one defensive guy, because he's at catcher, if you want to keep that guy in the lineup. However, when you're going to make the argument that it's strictly defense and that his defense is 100% MLB-esque, like, the show-esque. No, it is not. Go pop in the film from last night. Guys, do you remember the bass balls? You, oh, his defensive loan's going to get him in the show. Did you watch opening day? Did you see what Gary Sanchez did? I know I'm a Yankees fan, but did you see what that guy did? He threw two guys out from his knee. Malazzo didn't do that. He had two guys still on him from Vandy. Y'all better stop with this. I'm telling you right now. I get that he's good. Uh, he, he does a lot of good stuff behind the plate. But you better stop with this Alex Malazzo's elite defense behind the plate. It's a it's a narrative that people are pushing. When do we start being a little realistic? Now, yeah, well, you know what? Here's another good uh, uh, analogy. Alex Malazzo can throw guys out against South Alabama Southeastern, but why did he struggle last night against Vandy if it's MLB-esque? And then don't tell me he got crossed up and that he, you know, him and Malazzo haven't, I mean, Marshall haven't been working. Guys, he's called Marshall every single time. Other than uh, last weekend. Uh, Stephen Miller says, if you hit more than you let in, you can play for me. If you hit in more than you let in, 
you can hit play for me. All right, I like that. Adam Contreras says, let Travinsky DH not do not put him behind the dish. Quite that's what I'm talking about. Like this narrative is what I'm talking. Why? Why? I get I get what you're saying. You're talking about elite defense. Guys, quite honestly, Milazzo's defense the last two weekends have not been good at all. We got the stats right here. Last night. Actually, I lodged seven total bases giving up by Alex Milazzo. Seven. Yikes. Call the cat done says Vandy could have scored 20 runs on us last night. Yeah, they called the dogs off. You know, it's funny that the old saying, who let the dogs out? It was Tim Corbin. And who let, who put the dogs back in after they fed? Tim Corbin. Let's see. Peggy Red says Arnold and Hayden should have been DH. Well, you can only have one, Peggy, uh, if Paul refused to play them on defense. Yeah, you can only have one. Uh, Chris Barnhill says Mikey Matuk didn't struggle at LSU as a freshman. Blake Dean didn't struggle as a freshman. DJ didn't struggle. Alex Bredman didn't struggle. Youth is no excuse. That's a good. That's a great point. Hey, and the truth is, and the truth is, I know he struggled some. Some people would say that this kid struggled some, but Dylan Cruz is hitting three seventy nine and one hundred three at bats, thirty runs, um, thirty nine hits, six doubles, eight home runs, fifteen RBIs, sixty nine total bases, a slugging percentage of six seventy, eighteen walks. That's not struggling. He struggled the last couple of weeks. You know, but then you got Trey Morgan hit 327. I mean, the best players on your team right now are Dylan Cruz and Trey Morgan. I mean, Kate, it's just unreal. What's up, buddy? Absolutely unreal. Uh, Brian says this program, hey, don't bang on that. Come here. Uh, Brian says on Facebook Live, this program has not developed any consistent offense since Canizero left. I agree with that wholeheartedly. I agree with that wholeheartedly. No question about that, uh, Brian. Let's see. Jay sent us some stars. Thank you, Jay. Let's see. Thank you guys for uh, always uh, helping us out and growing our podcast. We greatly appreciate that, Jay. Peggy says, no defense last night was unbelievable. That home plate was not covered and two runs scored. Second guy ran home and all, and all that confusion. Yeah, they were confused. And, and look, Trey Morgan last night, if you remember that hellacious throw from Trey Morgan trying to get the guy out at first, uh, get the guy out at the plate, touch the bag, man. Touch the bag. I mean, I don't know. Brandy Blake says, ah, Rudy Poo. How I've missed that word. <laughs> it, it was Rudy Pooh, y'all. I mean, you know, I don't know. I don't know, man. I, I've tried to defend him. I tried to defend this team. But at, at some point, you know, here's what the take's going to be from others. Oh, it's still too early. Guys, we're halfway through the season. Peggy Red says, "Sad. We knew at one and zero the game was over. That a lot of people felt that way, right? Like a lot of people felt that uh, that way." Stephen Miller says, "LSU's equal uh, two twenty batting average in the SEC. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. I mean, you, that's utterly unacceptable. And you know what? The funny thing about that is the funny thing about hitting that stat right here by Stephen Miller. The funniest thing to me about all of it." Is you're saying keep Alex Malazzo, call you Crawford, and Sanford, uh, Safford in the lineup. 
That is the stu- literally, guys. I'm sorry to say this. The stupidest take I've ever heard. I'll call it what it is. It's idiotic. Because the guy, the people that are seeing that never play baseball a day in their life. I promise you. You have to score runs to win the game. You got to score points to win the game. Am I the only person on planet Earth that realizes you have to make the numbers on the scoreboard go crooked for you to win? <laughs> I mean, Lord have mercy. Uh, Augie says, what is the SEC batting average? Here we go right here, uh, Augie. It's a good question. <laughs> Stephen Miller says it ain't good. It's 220. Ryan Thibodeau says, didn't Juvenile say something like Gorilla? My, I, I don't know. I'm going to be careful there. Uh, I don't know. Chris Barnhill says, hashtag ask Blake. I trust Woodward to do the right thing and get the right guy to fix this mess. Well, Scott Woodward always, um, you know, I, I feel like he's been licking his chops to fire and hire. But, I mean, look, he better. He better. I don't know if he can get Tim, Tim Corbin. You know, like, I, I, I don't know that. Um, but, man, you better go get somebody. You better go get somebody that can win. And you get, better go get somebody that can recruit offense. I mean, Jesus Christ. I'm sorry? Yeah, you're right. My wife just got on to me. She says I shouldn't say JC's name in vain. You're right. You're right. On Good Friday. I'm sorry. David. <laughs> That's going to get some likes and some attention. David says uh, Pulmonary screwed over Hampton or screwed Hampton out of baseball. I can agree. At LSU, he did. Uh, Brian says nice little nuggets this morning. Dropping some nice little nuggets this morning. Thank you. Uh, Jack Davis says, small ball, gorilla ball, doesn't matter. This team ain't winning playing either. <laughs> small ball, gorilla ball, no ball, they ain't winning. Is your mommy trying to make you to wear shoes? You actually have to wear shoes. Okay. No shoes? Adam Kutcher says, realistic, uh, realistic is with Travinsky behind the dish. That's free runs. If you're going to play Trav, then it has to be a DH. I don't agree with that statement. I mean, let me let me let me let me retract. I agree with the statement if you want Malazzo for defense. Like I, I agree that he is better than Travinsky behind the dish. What I don't agree with is that a kid's hitting 170 and has. Let me see. Hold on. Let me get back to the stats. Malazzo. Malazzo. He's hitting 170 at 47 attempts. Uh, he scored seven times. He's gotten eight hits. Eight hits this season. W- one double, two RBIs. Two. Travinsky. 286. 28 at bats. Eight hits. Malazzo and Travinsky have the same amount of hits, and Travinsky has half the attempts. Literally has the same exact hits with half the attempts. And, 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 and Adam, with all due respect to you, you're saying it's free runs. What happened last night? 
legitimately what happened last night. Don't don't talk to me about defense when when you got a shortstop and a second baseman, or especially a second baseman that doesn't know to, to cover second. You're talking to me about defense, but defense is losing you games, brother. It's free runs. You got beat 13 to 1. You worried about runs right now? You're worried, you're worried about giving up runs when they scored 13 runs last night. Uh, he says, have you seen him catch seven pass balls last game? That's the same. We had five from Alex Malazzo. Brother, you had five last night from Malazzo. <laughs> and by the way, Hayne Travinsky hadn't didn't catch in three months with a knee scope. Fine, put him at DH. I don't care. Generate runs. I don't care how you do it. You want to keep Malazzo back there, that's fine. But you gotta have some you gotta have Travinsky in the lineup. He's your best option at this point. You're gonna tell me he's better than he's not better than Belazzo uh right now? Love Belazzo to death. He's one of my favorite players on LSU's team right now. He can't hit right now. He can't hit. Chris Barnhill says our commentators calling the games are fans and not commentators. They're cheerleaders for Paul. I don't know if Ronnie Rance is. I mean, I think Ronnie look, Ronnie will call it like he sees it. <laughs> he was calling it last night. Stephen Miller with some more stats. Says 78 strikeouts in seven ACC games. Good Lord have mercy. Hey, and you know what the funny thing about this stat is, too? Going back up to Adam's comment. And we're r- worried about giving up a run. Laughable. Call the Cat Dunn says it's hard to get in a rhythm with a team with a coach playing mind games with him. Well, he's playing mind games because the truth is he doesn't know what the hell to do. Not right now. Not right now. Uh, Steven says, however, Chris, you just listed four former freshmen and three are playing in the MLB. All four of those guys you listed were absolute day one dudes. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. You got your boy, your boy Paul Eskine on here saying Stephen Miller has been fire on Twitter. Stephen, what you been saying on Twitter? You getting these people going? Are you now the CEO and fan, the CEO of Fire uh, Paul Maneri Club? Carl Dunn says you play to win the game. Hello, what a great statement, uh, Carl the Cat. You play to win the game. Hello, you play to win the game. Guys, you got to put up crooked numbers to win. We're so wor- we are so worried about uh, defense right now. We're so worried about it, guys. We can't hit. If you can't score runs, you can't win a Rudy Pooh game to save your life. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. Stephen Miller says since the SEC play began and moving crews down in the lineup hasn't provided a bulk that it's provided that bulk of fans. They were clamoring for two RBIs in the last 29 at-bats in SEC play. Yeah, I, look, let me – this is – I don't know how I would make a lineup. I might want to put – I might put a lineup out on uh, Twitter. I would move Jordan Thompson up to second. When that kid gets a fastball, he crushes. But we're, wor- we're worried about Jordan Thompson hitting, and he hasn't gotten a fastball in a month. Uh, not realistically, but the two times that he's gotten fastballs last night, he absolutely pissed all over the ball. 
Lantry Shard says, any chance we make a run at Andy Carazano to replace Paul? Absolutely not. And the reason you don't do that is because of the simple fact of what you got going on with Coach Ed Orgeron and LSU and football and sexual harassment and all that stuff. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Brian Ashcraft on Facebook says, yeah, buddy, you got some eggs? You got some eggs for Easter? You got some eggs for Easter? Uh, Brian says, half of Vandy's starters are underclassmen. I str- so let me say this very, very quickly. To people listening to us on the audio podcast, I've been getting a lot of questions. This is my son, Ben. Say hello. Hey. Say hey. Verbally say it. No? Okay. Um, because people on camera can see Benjamin. Uh, Brian says, half the starters are underclassmen. For Vandy, I struggle to see the young narrative people push out about LSU baseball. Yeah, no. They had six, was it six sophomores last night? In the starting lineup. Dylan Landry says, Morning, my people. Hope everyone has a great Easter weekend. You too, my friend. Uh, Chris Barnhill says, Brian speaks the truth. Canizero had them in swinging them bats. Yeah, he's not coming back, y'all. <laughs> as much as I would, wouldn't mind him as a, from a coaching perspective, he's not coming back. Not with everything going on with LSU. They can't. Here's the thing. They can't justify it. They're not going to be able to justify it. Uh, Bunny says, a good defense is always due to good offense. We can't manufacture runs. We have to hit better across the board. Yeah, if you can't – look, if you can't score a run, you can't win. Uh, Chris Barnhill says, last night they said Tim Corman was interviewed in 2006 before Palmer was hired. You want, All right, so I might have to make this up into a clip. This is what I've heard and been told uh, and, and kind of know. In 2006 um, – we all remember Skip Berman was the the AD. Um, Tim Corbin was offered the job by LSU, and Skip Berman did not want to pay out Tim Corbin's buyout and didn't want Tim Corbin to come in. Uh, so he, he refused to pay out Tim Corbin. Um, when that happened, he went and paid out at Notre Dame for Paul Maneri. Skip Berman's call, y'all. He hired this head coach. And, and, and by the way, he also hired Les Miles. So I think it's – I think you know what I think is hilarious here? Going to get on Skip a little bit. I know you're going to rip me. I know you're going to get on my ass. It's fine. The two coaches that Skip Hartman hired are realistically – some people are calling the same exact person, Les Miles and Paul Maneri. It, that's, kind of, that's kind of weird, y'all. <laughs> oh. Jamie Campbell says, it's time to change the coaching staff. I agree with you. Uh, Paul says, Travinsky will get better behind the plate with reps. If he had been there from the beginning, his defense would get better now. I agree with that wholeheartedly. You know, if you're going to get beat, let the guy that's got more talent right now get the reps. It's unreal. Uh, Stephen Miller says, also the leadoff experiment of – Morgan ain't cutting it for me. 28 at-bats, only two walks, and 10 strikeouts. Stats don't lie. I'd put Jordan Thompson at two. I'd put Cruz one. I, I, I'll give you my top six. Let me see. This is what I would do. I would put Cruz one. I would put Thompson two. Because every time that guy gets a fastball, he crushes it. Um, number three, I would put Morgan. N- number four, I would put Doty. And or Dugas. So then five Dugas, 
And number six, somewhere, somehow, Travinsky. Now, you make your money how you do seven, eight, nine. Seven, I would put Arnold. Let's just say, for argument's sake, that um, Travinsky is DHing. I'll put Malazzo at catching. And where am I missing? Center field. Um, hmm. You know what I do? I put Drost. I put Drost nine, and this is just me spitballing because then you got Cruz. Uh, he would he would have to see fastballs because he struggled with all speed pitches. I would put Drost at nine in center field because then he's going to have to see those fastballs that he's been crushing. So Cruz Thompson, Cruz Thompson, Morgan Doty, do guys flip to four or five? Travinsky, Arnold, Malazzo, um, Drost. You can't have you can't have Malazzo in the nine hole. It's going to be ridiculous. It's going to be stupid. Davis says Thompson one, Morgan two, Cruz three, Dugas four, Doty five. I'm I'm all right with that. Well, now I would. Now the truth is, you can't have Cruz at three. I mean, Stephen talked about that. I put Cruz at one. I mean, I just told you mine. Brandy Blake says, "How does a second baseman forget how to cover second? That's fundamentals." I don't. I don't know. I I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. How does a shortstop go to third? I mean. The truth is, is that Thompson, the shortstop, should have been at second when Doty realized he wasn't going to um, field the ball because, look, the third baseman's got time. Doty should have got back to third, and you should have had Thompson in, at, at second base. Fundamentals, y'all. Fundamentals. This team doesn't give two Rudy Poos, and we're talking about defense right now. I haven't, I haven't even t- scratched the surface. You know, this has been a a a entire baseball uh, podcast today. I haven't even touched football, and <laughs> I'm okay with it right now, if you guys are okay with it. Dylan Landry says, Happy Easter, man. Yep, thanks to you, Dylan, and Happy Easter to you guys, too. <laughs> Carl Dunn says, What in the world of Jim Mora is this diddly-poo? I don't know, man. I don't know. Brian says, big recruits leaving Louisiana to play baseball elsewhere. Not a good look. Who are some of the, some of those guys that left? Ryan says, call the cat best statement of all morning. Uh, and Ryan Thibodeau says, DH is your best friend on offense. Well, it's not K. Beloso right now. Uh, Paul said, so Skip effed us with Les and Paul. Best baseball coach ever. Two worst, eight, second worst AD ever. Also, who? Mike Jones. Um, I mean, the truth is, I mean, you can't say he, he was horrible because the truth is, I mean, he did get some, a couple championships out of it. I mean, Les did win, uh, and Paul did win and get to another. But, I mean, <laughs> y'all mad at these coaches and ain't saying n- nothing about Skip Hard, the two guys that you think are compared to one another and are like one another. I think that's funny, man. Uh, Colin says, if you've ever played baseball, period, you're able to critique. It's not hard to point out, point, out, point out fundamentals. I agree with that. Florence says, Benjamin Rufino is so cute. Yeah, he takes after his mother, thank God. Uh, some people say he looks like me, but, I mean, am I cute? Ting. <laughs> All right, a couple more. We're going to get out of here. Uh, Keith Wilbank says, let's get to some football talk. Okay, we can get to some football talk. Um, Talk to some people that were out at practice yesterday, and 
talked to some, and you know what they did tell me is that some people that you go to for you know recruiting and, and when you ask these people how who is looking good and who's not looking good uh, during the spring, they weren't even there yesterday. How do you cover sports and athletics and you don't even go to a practice? Because again, guys, I've tried to tell you, uh, I've like I've tried to tell you, some of these guys don't know what the hell they're talking about. Um, quarterbacks look good. Safeties actually had a big day yesterday. Jay Ward had a big day yesterday. Uh, looked really good. Uh, defensive line dominated again. Again, I was told yesterday that the O line dominated in the running game, but apparently Jay Ward and the safeties and the DBs are really coming on strong. Um, wide receiver position, uh, I was told Devontae Lee again had another big day that if that kid continues to progress, you're not going to be able to keep him off the field. So if you got some football questions, this is what we'll do. We'll continue to get to some comments. We'll go an hour. We'll go an hour. Um, we'll do the hashtag Ask Blake if you have some football questions. Let's do that. Let's see. Jacob Simmons says, I wasn't expecting a win, but damn, a blowout. Hats off to Vanny just flat out playing ball and capitalizing on LSU's mistakes. That's all he did. Uh, Miller says, Cruz, Thompson, Doty, Dugas, Morgan, Travinsky, Arnold, Malazzo, Drost. I like that lineup. I'm okay with that. Chris Barnhill says, Stephen Miller, they think we're absolute idiots. Yeah, I mean. You know, it's funny because when you guys criticize me, at least I'll say when I'm wrong. Come here. Oh, what you got, boy? What you got? You got you a cookie? Oh, you got you a pop tart. I don't want it. Don't you give me that. Don't you give it to me. You eat it. Stephen Busby says that's the lineup right there. Yeah, I'd take that lineup. <laughs> Tell him, hey, hey, hey. This is how Ben waves. Bye. Bye. We're not going bye bye yet, just yet. You want to sit right here with Daddy? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, Chris Barnhill says. It's sad when LSU baseball fans don't expect to win a game. That's sad. Yeah, we're over on our Twitch channel. How about that? Let's see. Peggy uh, Red says, Ty Davis Price was back at practice yesterday, apparently. Yes, he was. Keith Wilbank. (laughs) You waving to mommy? He's fine. Uh, Keith Wilbank says, ask Blake, what about running backs and tight end? <laughs> uh, Peggy is right. Ty Davis-Price and Johnny Miller were back at practice. They didn't really – I mean, look, you you can't really make of what their, their practice was. They look good. They look fine. Um, so – Look, I would want to see a little bit more from a practicing standpoint and a game standpoint than them coming back in one game or one practice. I'm just being honest. I'm just being honest. Oh, what is that? Uh, what is that? Right, did you just do that? To, did you just poop? <laughs> did you just poo-poo? Why are you covering your ears? You don't want to hear Daddy's mess no more? Brandy says, hey, look. She says, hi, Ben. Say hi. Say hi, Miss Brandy. Uh, Peggy, too, says Jacob uh, to Jacob Simmons and why it was so important to win Tennessee. I agree with that. Uh, Jacob Simmons has, says, bye, buddy. Love you. 
Has Elias Ricks officially transferred? No, I stopped hearing about it. Um, also, what's McLaughlin looking like? He's looking good. No, he did not. Um, he has not really practiced his entire spring. He's not transferring. I mean, he looked across and saw what was going on and how good LSU looked. He ain't going nowhere. Carl Dunn says we need to do we need something to laugh at. Thanks, Ben. <laughs> yes, indeed. Joseph says, "Ask Blake, can fans go to the spring game?" I'm not sure with that. I don't know if, if they officially um, announced that yet. I, I know that some can. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm a. I'm assuming. Sorry for stuttering. I'm assuming that the parents will be there, uh, but they really haven't kind of pushed that out there. I, you know, and quite honestly, I. I don't know if Ed wants fans there. He won't people seeing, but they're going to be on national television. Frick, does it matter? Get you some money. Well, here you go. Chris Barnhill says, according to LSU ticket offense, fans will be allowed at spring game. I'm sure. I mean, sure. I mean, let 50% of the people go in there. If, if, look, if you want to pack out that stadium, let them pack it out, man. Covering COVID protocols. All right, a couple more. We'll get out of here. Stephen Busby says, Ben with the Rudy Poot for the win. <laughs> He did have a Rudy Poot. Uh, so, yeah. All right. Guys, we're going to get out of here. It was fun doing a Friday morning show. Fun, fun doing it. Come here, buddy. Tell everybody bye-bye. Come here. Tell them we'll see him Saturday morning. Tell them bye-bye. Bye. 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 you have anything to say? You want anything you want to close out with? Just just your uh, your cookie? Hey, is that cookie good? Ugh. Oh, okay, guys. We got to go. Slobber everywhere. Come by. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see y'all later. Have a good day. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.